that you do your beard yeah. ASMR. I would honestly prefer that the beard ASMR never happen, but if you must, I suppose, uh, hey, it's a new year. It's a new year, new you. Why don't go? I mean, fucking go for it. Whatever. I'll just take my headphones off. I hate that. Okay, stop. I noticed that your headphones were still on. Well, I wanted to see if you could hear it or if this was just going to be a, a few seconds uh, of silence could you hear on the it? podcast. Vaguely. Vaguely. All right. You've taken up your allotted beard Thank ASMR you. time. Um, I, I, I genuinely, I don't personally enjoy ASMR, but if some of our listeners do, that's a little bit of my beard just for you that I wanted to share with you in this new year. It's, it, it's not a beard that looks good, but it's mine. Welcome. Welcome. My to name if is it's Kai. Game we play. None of our facial hair looks good. My, my name, pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I just want to say the reason why we give our pronouns up top and why we have our guests give pronouns up top is because we are a podcast and people talk about us and we talk about ourselves. And I think because we're like public figures, it's kind of polite to give our pronouns so people know how to refer to us. Because I prefer to be referred to because I am a public figure. That is why I have made myself public. So people refer to me. Yeah, we give our pronouns up top because it's pretty standard standard operating procedure for queer spaces, I think, too. Yeah, I also don't necessarily think that that uh, should or should not be the norm. Um, I don't want to indicate a preference for or against that through giving our pronouns up top, I want to indicate that I think as a public figure, it's something that one should do. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I like giving, I like having pronouns. I don't think that it should be required. So what I want to say is if you are a listener and you reach out to us and you don't feel comfortable disclosing your pronouns, you oh, yeah, you don't have, have to. to. Like, no it, pressure. I think part of what's happening with the audio is you gesture with your hands on the table and it shakes the whole table. My goodness. It's okay. We're trying to figure out. We're st- we've been doing this podcast for two years and we still... It's a mystery as to why some noises happen. And the answer is almost always Kai did something. Yeah. And the, the answer may always surprise you. And it's almost always Kai did something with her hands, face, mouth, beard, body... A million legs. objects that Kai has on the recording table. Yeah. One of my many beverages yeah. of choice. Really anything around. What I don't even remember what the fuck I was saying. I bet it wasn't important anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, Kai. Hey, Hannah. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Hi. Happy 2021. That's wild. I'm not. It's going to be our ready. year, baby. I'm still in March of 2020. If it's Gay dude. We Plays year. If it's Gay We Plays year is going to be year in 2030. It's not going to be 2030. I don't know if podcasts will still exist by 2030, but... Secret pirate radio stations will, and we will be one of those. I promise you, listeners, we will figure out a way to distribute some form of entertainment to you. In the wasteland. In the wasteland. In <sighs> some capacity. Or, alternatively, this is a really good idea. I'm now gesturing in the air. Um, and I think that's perfect. Much I love you gesturing um, in the air because it doesn't touch anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I'm thinking like we give out like USB drives or like um, um, floppy disks. Oh, fuck. See, like that, for instance. Fuck, fuck. Just don't hit the table. I that's... know I didn't mean to. That was an accident. 
It's always um, an accident. I know. Um, okay. Or like floppy disks, depending on what, you know, works at the time. Uh, or future data. Future data. Transfer. We'll have a, a future data transfer into your brain chip. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. Pod. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Like physical data transfer is what I'm talking like. Like maybe we'll do it on like ancient technologies like floppy disks. So the government won't know what we think about their video games. <laughs> ancient technologies like the floppy yeah. disk. Well, it'll be ancient by 2030. Yeah, I mean, I think to be ancient, something technically has to be like... Wait, is there an actual definition for ancient too? I just learned the other day that there's an actual definition for semi-permanent. Kai, I'm going to let you in on a secret about words. What? There is an actual definition to every accident word. I legitimately thought, and here I go using the word legitimately as though willy-nilly... Fucking willy nilly probably has a definition too that I don't fucking know about. Fucking probably has a definition. God damn it. Okay, so anyway, um, I learned the word semi permanent uh, actually means something as when I described something as semi permanent to mean temporary, and Hannah was like, "No, That's this situation's temporary." And I was like, "Doesn't semi permanent mean temporary because it's semi permanent, which is to say, not fully permanent?" Which is to say, temporary. Temporary implies no no temporal attachment at all. Like it it is necessarily short lived. Where semi permanent is like more than temporary, but less than permanent. See, and I didn't realize that there was a difference between those two concepts. So, what's really interesting about words and culture and understanding of the world is that um, what we have learned about people's brains and like vision is that when you have different words for different concepts you're able to like understand those concepts differently than other people so like if you have like a shit ton of words for the color green and like tons of different hues you can see all those different hues of the color green right so like i feel like for me because i was only able to see temporary and permanent I had no idea that there was a range in between there. And now the whole world of semi-permanence has opened up to me because I've had my hair dyed with semi-permanent colors many a time, and I did not understand the difference between that and temporary hair dye, um, yeah, which has caused me problems before, actually, I will a say. PSA for our listeners, temporary hair dye is meant to wash out. Temporary hair dye yeah. is like... You put this in for a costume party and it'll be gone in a week or two. Semi-permanent hair dye is meant to be like, I dyed my hair and I want it to be dyed for some time. Yeah. Demi-permanent is even more permanent than that. And I, I did don't always know if buy it. I understood. Here's the weird thing. Okay. So I would go into Sally's Beauty Salon, um, not sponsored, though we could be. Sally's Beauty Supply. It's Whatever. Salon. Sally's Beauty Supply, not sponsored, though we could be now that I got the name right. Um, Sally's Beauty Supply, uh, great star, great, great variety. <laughs> I actually have no idea how this store, I don't know who r runs it or owns it. I don't want to chat them out. Anyway, I, I would go in there and I would like fucking look at all of the, uh, uh, like hair dyes and I would understand that demi-permanent was more permanent than temporary, but I would not understand that outside of the context of Sally's or another beauty store that those words meant the same thing like even when i was in like our friend wendy erstwhile guest of the podcast um 
Windy Warzone, uh, uh, would dye my hair with semi-permanent hair dye, I would not understand how that was different from temporary hair dye. So, like, it would not translate for me anywhere outside of Sally's. It was really interesting the way that worked in my brain. Your brain is so weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what, what do you... Hey. Hey. What do you... Uh, what's the gayest thing you've done this week? Okay. Fuck. I was trying to think of that earlier, and I was just like... What did I do this week? And I've mostly laid on my couch and played uh, Divinity. But I think the gayest thing that I've done this week is... Um, so I had this realization. I've, you know, been playing with this concept over the past bit. Uh, and my mom helped me come up with a really cool justification for it today. Like, I understand that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It only changes forms. When we die, our energy redistributes to the world around us in the life that exists on planet Earth. It's beautiful. Um, and uh, so our cat, Crawfish, is uh, a Gemini, and uh, my uh, deceased uh, best friend from high school um it was also a gemini um and uh i there's they have a lot of other things in common and um one time crawfish touched his picture with like his paw and it was very cute with his little ham hand with his little ham hand and his i talked to crawfish all the time and crawfish big like, meaty claws yeah crawfish like loves the fuck out of me and our cat has thumbs yeah, for the he record he is um his hands look like little crawfish pincers and That's anyway and our cat is very gay and very he's so prissy gay and he's so prissy he's, he's just got a lot in common with andrew and i'm like all right maybe so anyway i think that some aspects of andrew like live on in crawfish and are still able to like bear witness to the world from crawfish and i think that's very beautiful and also this morning crawfish woke me up with a very delicate ham hand on my face um and at 6 a.m. ish and he was like hey don't want breakfast yet just want cuddles and we did some really intense snuggling for like 30, oh, 30 incredible. 45 minutes and then I gave him breakfast. Hot intense snuggle action. Yeah yeah he was like he he just like got really deep into my arm pit area and just was like face to face with me just uh, like cheek to cheek cheek to cheek yeah it was really beautiful yeah for sure for <laughs> what sure. a beautiful cat we have i love him with all of my heart and soul one time so the dog orbit who lives here uh I who belongs to also. our roommate ivor who was on this podcast Bunny very Bear. briefly once um the dog hates the cat <clears throat> for no Bef reason before we got the cat uh Iver assured us that the dog loves cats that he's orbit with the cat loves cats he's, he's lived with cats he loves cats and then we got crawfish and orbit was like absolutely the fuck not well, not because this he was one. exposed to being an only child for a few months yeah and he and liked he's it deeply envious he is so jealous he's the most jealous creature on this earth yeah uh, so one time the dog, I mean, the dog barks at the cat from time to time. It just like just everybody will be no sitting reason. and chilling and Orbit will suddenly be like, no, no, you shan't. And um, one time he did that and Crawfish was walking and he just kind of fell over backwards. Yeah, he just kind of like, kind of like like, went man, like, oh my. And just his pearls. Clutched his pearls and, and toppled over backwards. backwards. Yeah. So that's our good. son. He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. So the gayest thing you've done this week is uh, cat. Cat. Yeah. 
How about you? What's hey, Hannah? Yes, Kai. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? I have been I had a I have been reaching out to my exes, which sounds unhealthy on the surface, but No, it's, it doesn't. You're okay. a lesbian. That's natural. Okay, That's cool. a natural Great. part of every breakup is you have to, you have reach, to reach out to your exes yeah. afterwards. I'm yeah, no, dead ass serious. Yeah, that's true. I am being a complete lesbian about yeah, that's it. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Uh but I, part of, of just like my um like trying to reach out to more people in general, like becoming less isolated and becoming more like re-aware of the community that I have. Yeah, and your like, exes are also your friends. So yeah, like, that's it's a the natural thing. part it of is, doing yes. that. And a, co- a couple of people who I hadn't talked to in quite some time uh, that I reached out to and had good conversations with. I had a dream about one of my exes. And mm. so, of course, I texted her in the morning. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like, I you had a dream, dream about you. Um, So that's probably the gayest thing is dreaming about my ex. And that's very Waking gay. up and texting my ex that I had a dream about her. <laughs> So I've been doing that. Uh, talked to my best friend who lives in Yosemite last night. Uh, we're both super shit at long distance communication, which is which is by gay. the way very gay of your best friend who is not gay. Which is um, no, she's tragically straight. She's ridiculous a, of her. Uh, it's not like she has. It's not like she's not doing her best. Yeah, it's not like she hasn't tried or yeah. like she hasn't thought about it. It's just not for her, and that's okay. It's just like she, a shame. It is a real shame. Because like she would be the perfect lesbian because she like would. she's a forest dweller. Like she's like really badass. Like she's very tall. Women love that. Yeah. She would be a great lesbian. Yeah. Um, But she's not. So we talked about. We didn't. I was about to say we talked about that, but we didn't. No, you we didn't just talk about, about the thing that we just talked about. No, we talked, about, talked about other stuff. We talked about Breath of the Wild we and other stuff. We talked about what a good lesbian she would be, and that was it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was good just to like, catch up. good to catch up. Yeah, good to catch up from time to time and just be like, still straight? Oh, that's a shame. That's oh, a shame. Boy. I don't really want to date you, but just. But just like, it's just a shame. Just a shame, you know? Anybody, anytime anybody's straight, I think it's a real shame. I genuinely agree whether or not I want to be with them. Yeah. It's just nobody, nobody should have to suffer that fate. Nobody should have to be so constrained and confined and no women should have to date men imo they can't nobody who is not a man should have, have to, to date, date a man men. yeah men. solely men should <laughs> have to date men. solely men should have yes to, yes yeah i'm just saying nobody should have to date men men can date solely men so yeah it's gay, gay thing. things. Uh, so anyway, uh, what do you what do you plan this week, Hannah? Um, continuing with my replay of Breath of the Wild, it's bringing me a lot of joy. It's uh, been fun to watch because I recognize all the areas that you've been going to, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when you were playing this. Oh yeah, yeah I remember this. Yeah, I'm having like a pleasant nostalgic experience playing it. Nostalgia for two years ago when the world was a better <laughs> place. Yeah. Um, I mean, when there wasn't a pandemic, the world was not a better place. But there wasn't a pandemic then. Well, we could leave. We could leave then. Uh, I could play Breath of the Wild in all sorts of exotic locations then. Such as uh, the hospital. Yeah. Co- <laughs> coffee shops or the hospital while Kai's getting an appendectomy. Yeah. All places that I've played Breath of the Wild. And I'm using a shrine guide, which is the only fucking way to go. The world is so big and the shrine sensor is, in my opinion, so useless that, I mean, it's not useless. It's just only so helpful um, and it's really, I want, I want some of that. 
I'm no, I'm mid, mid. You're literally mid-sentence. Mid-sentence, yeah. but. I mean, here's the thing about, I think, a lot of modern open world games that I've heard discussed a lot recently, um, and I completely agree with, is some of, some of the aspects of them are just, like, unplayable without a guide at this point, whereas in, like, previous gaming eras slash decades, that was, like, anathema to like gamer culture was like using yeah. a was like using a guide even though they like which has always been so fucking elitist and stupid. It, no it was super elitist and stupid but i like collected like gamers guides and shit like i have a bunch of really cool pokemon game guides in my room and i've got like a really cool zelda game guide like in a tub so in the uh living room um zelda a game you've never played yeah but it's a cool game guide uh i always thought the art for zelda was really beautiful whether or not i played it or not you know it is it is very beautiful um and the guide <laughs> that i had had like really cool art in the you know book itself is like in the style of zelda and looks like an old book i don't know it's cool um so right. anyway like i think that the art for those things are cool and i think that that's like a necessary part of playing modern open world games and i think that that's new is basically the yeah. point of what i'm saying i use and in general I know a lot of people who do this. I use a guide to get through most Zelda games because it's just there's so some much of those puzzles just don't make any sense. There's some like, if I can't of act, like uh, what what the fuck are those game called games called where it's like you combine the pencil and the lock to open adventure the, games. Adventure games, yeah, adventure games. That's it. I was it's, about to say action games, and I'm like, that's not it. That's, that's not, not it. it. It's um, the other A one. No, it's like usually in Zelda, if I can't within like 10 minutes conceptualize how to solve the puzzle I will look up a guide because it's it's sometimes I can like puzzle it out but there are times I'm pretty smart and I've played a lot of Zelda games and so I tend to understand like how the puzzles work you know what I'm saying so if if I can't get it I'm like this is impossible I need a guide I need someone smarter than me to tell me how to do this and the shrine similarly to finding the shrines the world is so massive that you could either run because I was thinking about the other biggest open world game I've played the most of, which is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, sure. and how I didn't need a guide for that game, but that's because everything you're supposed to find shows up on the map, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> or at least, maybe the world is smaller, or you move faster. Well, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, is like you have the mini-map, you have the big map, and like also, I feel like you don't have to solve as much shit in Assassin's Creed Odyssey to like find stuff you just kind of walk places yeah you just kind of walk places and you find it it's not so like you have to use it you have to climb down under this cliff and use a bomb arrow and you have to go to this place at this time and stand on this platform naked you just walk in order to to access this shrine you kill the guy and you open the chest and there it is it's a lot more cut and cut and dry it's not not all full of zelda zelda fluff zelda what is the word i'm looking zelda fuckery is not the word i'm looking for but it is zelda fuckery and I love the Zelda fuckery. Everyone loves the Zelda fuckery. That's why Not Zelda everyone. games. Well, everyone who loves Zelda loves the Zelda fuckery. That's why Zelda games are popular. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but here's the here's the interesting thing is I love that you said ten minutes because I feel like um, while I love and respect game guides for the accessibility that they provide, um, I I do enjoy waiting longer before using them in some cases for like vampire the masquerade bloodlines for instance one of my favorite games uh while i'm part of kylor um uh still waiting on on two with that 
good good website that they made uh very high quality website um boy can't wait anyway uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines um i didn't really look up a lot of guides for that game even though i got like stuck a fuck ton of times i just would keep trying and trying and trying for answers because um i don't know i just uh I felt like it reminded me so much of an era that I really enjoyed, which was, like, spending a couple of, like, days trying to solve, like, a game puzzle or, like, a couple of weeks trying to solve a game puzzle and, like, not putting it down until you get it. Um, And I ended up playing that game for a couple of months. Um, And I don't know. That was just, like, really satisfying. And... I don't do that with every game, obviously, because I don't think it's fun with every game, nor do I think it's possible for, like, me with every game. Um, but I do think with certain games, like games like that, or, like, for me, like, Divinity Original Sin 2, like, the game that I'm playing right now, I have not been looking up a lot of guides unless I, like, get stuck for multiple days on a quest. And I'm like, okay, I have no fucking idea how to beat this thing, like this seems literally impossible and i have been trying this for like over a week like i've pumped like like many an embarrassing number of hours into this like please help me um so like that's the point at which i'll ask for help with games like that i'm so sorry smoking weed and podcasting is such a bad combination for me because i but it's joe rogan style but it is that joe does he also do i don't know i've never i i have never and will never listen to joe rogan obviously i will only make dumb jokes about joe rogan on my on from the safety of my own podcast didn't he what was the thing that he hosted before he was a dude i don't conservative podcaster didn't he host Fear, fear factor or something like what? that. He hosted a reality TV show before he was this comedian. I'm using air quotes. And I believe you. Right wing podcaster. And I'm pretty sure it was Fear Factor. Look it up. I'm going to look it up. You got a computer. I'm going to look it up. Real quick. Because that's Pause. where he first like came to prominence. Joe Rogan was, in fact, the host of Fear Factor. That's a little too on the nose for me to be real. <laughs> I just can't. You know that show where he, so he was the man who was forcing people to eat like centipedes and shit and eyeballs. I and just again like it seems like life is a little bit too much of one sick joke for me right now, and I feel like I can't. I feel like I can't do too much more of that. Yeah, like, that's, that's totally just, that fair. energy is just a little bit too big for me. Like yeah, that's, that's just a little bit too to much <laughs> of that of that big Kali chaos energy for me right now. Like I mean, no, it's actually it's actually pretty you know well timed. I just fuck. I just have to fucking take it in doses and stop getting mad and swearing every time I hit the table because that's also not good audio. Yeah. Um Anyway, Breath of the Wild's a great game. If you yeah, haven't played it, you should. It is. It's a uh, and I'm really glad, oh, I will God say, something. I'm really glad that the first time I played it, I mostly didn't use a guide. And when I say yeah. 10 minutes to conceptualize, I mean like s- just staring at the screen for 10 minutes, thinking no, sure. about it. If I just try the puzzle over and over again, I'll put more time into that. Um, but if I just look at it and I'm like, I can't even begin to think how I would approach this problem, that's where I 
look up a guy quicker. Yeah, no, man. This is this place isn't coming from uh this statement isn't coming from a place of judgment whatsoever. Like yeah. as I said, like if like yeah. Guides are guides are tight. Polygon does yeah. really good guides. Yeah, they their yes, Breath of the Wild yes, guide is excellent. They That's do what very I'm using. good guides. Um, um, depending on the game. And I'm really glad that the first time I played it, when I was more like this time, I'm kind of invested in just like getting all the shrines because it's the second time I've played the game. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that the first time I just played the game. You're and just I, more invested in exploring. Yeah, I was more invested in exploring. It was the first and time I, you played the game. Yeah, and I found I didn't use a map, the, and I like found one of the first times you played the Switch. Yeah. I didn't use a map, and I ended up finding like I don't know a lot of the shrines by myself. Yeah, a good good solid chunk of the shrines by myself. Uh, and it took 130 hours. I don't know if it's I'm like years. invested in another 130 hour play of this game. And so the shrine map is really satisfying because I still have to get there. Like I still have to figure out the specifics of the thing. Um, once I like know where it's supposed to be on the map. Um, cause that's not always like, great. I put down a pin, but I might get there and I look around and I'm like, well, I don't see a shrine. So what puzzle am I going to have to solve? Yeah. Yeah. Cause no, I know there's, there's supposed to be one here. Um, I have definitely like, I'm thinking back to my, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition days where I like had to look up some like collectible shit or like s- stuff for like some dumb side quest online and that like putting so big i know it's so fucking big and impossible and like putting a pin on my map and like going to that place and not seeing the thing and being like okay we have to fucking figure out like what the deal with this spot is and like like you know, even if you put the pin in the spot that does not automatically mean like you found the thing like right. there's there's sometimes like a catch like maybe the like there's you know, like there could be anything, really. Like yeah. there could be anything. And in Breath of the Wild, there's often a catch. Yeah. Um, um, with the Dragon Age Inquisition, it's often uh, the catch is often a glitch. Yeah, the catch is often uh, it's not, a bad not, game. Yeah, it's often it's a bad game. Not necessarily like uh, oh, there's a puzzle you gotta it's solve. A, a it's more like rush, oh, this character is missing. Bad game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a fine. It's a mediocre. It's a fine game. game. I, I loved the game. game. I loved the story. I loved. We had a document detailing our Dragon Age theories at yeah, one point. We did. It was very fun. Before we even had this podcast, it was just like it for was fun just for fun when we were big nerd lords. Yeah, and we still are, but like in a different way. When we were just privately big nerd lords. Yeah, now we're publicly big nerd lords, and that's why we give out our pronouns. You know how to refer to us as mm-hmm. big nerd lord, her hers. So Kai. <laughs> You're playing Divinity. I'm playing Divinity Original Sin 2, and it, it is very good. The Switch port. Um, and I fucking love it. I am so many hours in. I am in the, like, third act of the uh, of the game. And my goodness, the first two acts were just incredible. Um, there have been twists and turns that I did not expect. Each of the characters that I have played with were developed excellently. Um, and I've only played with a few of the characters, and I got locked out of some of the other ones. So, like, if I played with others, then, like, I would have a totally different experience because, like, they're totally integral to, like, every piece. Um, it is, and, like, I was telling hannah i think last night or something i was like there's like 15 fucking different factions in this game like vying for power like i have no idea what is gonna happen or how my influence is gonna play into this at all like that's so interesting because um, two of the factions now that i did not expect to form an alliance have formed an alliance and i might have had a hand in that and oh, i don't interesting 
understand an unwitting fully. hand yeah and i don't fully understand like what to do with that now um so anyway uh it's a very very like story and plot and narrative you know all synonyms um or maybe they mean different things i don't fucking know anything anymore uh they, they mean similar similar things <laughs> But they all have nuances. Yeah, exactly. Story, Every- plot, and narrative. That's what I figured. Story, plot, narrative. Uh, uh, heavy game uh, that plays almost exactly like D&D, which I've really been hankering for. So it's very nice to uh, get to play a game that's very similar to that. Um, the uh, hot bars are very e- easy to understand and usable. The menus are pleasant. Um, I like the inventory system because it reminds me of kind of like classic RPGs that I've played um, for many years, but I can understand how a modern player might not necessarily like that. But the game does come with uh, mods that you can add or take away uh, that include running, adding running to the game, which you bet your ass I did, and also a different inventory system, uh, which I did not do, but uh, you can do if you do not like it. So there's just like a lot of uh, personalization options, and it's just like, you can do a custom character or a pre-made character that has, like, lore already with them. Like, I don't know. This game just fucks. Like, this game fucks so hard. It's it's ridiculous how hard this game fucks. Um, and it has my attention so strongly, and I could so easily see myself replaying it with another person within... 15 minutes of finishing the main story myself. That's so wild. Um, Because it's such a good game. The only game I've ever played that made me have that feeling of I finished it and immediately wanted to replay it, uh, unless the game was like designed to do that, like Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is only an hour long. But the only like, yeah. get, like full length, like, I mean, 100 plus hour game I've ever finished and then immediately wanted to start again was Persona 5. Yeah. I finished it and I was like, "Well, time to go again." But time I gave myself a couple months before yeah, playing Royal. Yeah, that was smart. Um, yeah, but so. that's and we talked on recently about how Persona Five was my favorite game I played last year. So yes. that is to say, I'm so glad that you found something on that level. So that's Divinity, um, and that's been very fun uh, to uh, sink sink my teeth and my time into, and I'm going to be playing that immediately after this podcast. Yeah, I'll probably go back to playing Breath of the Wild immediately after this podcast. Rad, rad. That's what we do. <laughs> we literally will be gaming, we'll stop gaming to go record, and then we'll go back to gaming. That's our home life, pretty much. We are eat. real gamers. We, we are eat. out here to game. We, we sometimes eat. But we usually eat and game at the same time as much insofar as that is possible. Um, Yeah. We, the other thing we want to, do you have, do you want to say more things about divinity or, I mean, I know you want to say the most things about divinity, but did you have anything else specific to say about divinity? I mean, I guess I uh, really enjoy the uh, deep complexity of the characters. And at first, like, At first glance, when I first started the game, the characters seemed like really one-dimensional, like stereotypes of uh, pre-made Dungeons & Dragons characters that you would like find in the box set of the pre-made dudes in your, you know, 5e campaign. Yep. Um, 
and uh, as you continue getting to know them and play with them, like, specifically this one character whose, like, story I won't spoil, even though I'm pretty sure this game came out, like, many, many, many years ago, like, 2015 or some shit, um, like, her character arc is just, like, incredible and, in my opinion, pretty empowering, um, and uh, she just, like, I don't know, she... She kicks ass, and, uh, she, it's, it, just stuff about her surprised me, like, in the way cool. that she fits into the main story surprised me, and, I like, like that a lot. stuff about the characters surprised me, and I thought that was really dope, and stuff about the, uh, combat is continuing to surprise me, and stuff about crafting is continuing to surprise me, and just the game is continuing to surprise me, um, as I continue to move through it, and I'm just really enjoying that constant sense of discovery and deep pleasure in this world and its stories, and that makes me want to play, like, everything by Larian Studios, um, because it's just so good. It reminds me a lot, actually, of the way that, um, a lot of the uh, quests in Oblivion, the Elder Scrolls Oblivion felt, because they were just so distinctive and memorable and um, pleasurable to experience and take part in and feel like you were experiencing this story alongside these memorable, like, unique characters that had, like, funny dialogue or, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, just, like, cool shit, basically. And, uh, like, this just reminds me so distinctly of that because, like, I don't know, I told you and Ivor, like, this story of this quest line that I did the other day that was really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like, and there's just, like, constantly stuff like that. Just, like, a barrage of just, like, really interesting shit is just, like, happening to me. And it reminds me a lot of having, like, a really creative dungeon master who, uh, wants to, uh actually challenge you a little bit a little bit more than you would expect uh um uh, a role-playing game in a fantasy world like this to challenge you so that's been that's been good that's awesome yeah that's really cool yeah divinity original sin 2 it's a good game it's a good game it's a really good out. game you should play it yeah and i'm excited for uh baldur's gate 3 whenever that whenever that comes out for for real so it's an alpha right now you can you can buy it you can play the first act, and that's it, baby. I have this weird thing. We were talking about this last night where I like D&D, &D and I like video games, but I don't tend to like video games that are D&D. &D. Which is just wild to me. Like, I, didn't, I couldn't get into Baldur's Gate. I tried to play it for a couple hours. I'm going to try Divinity again at some point, but I've tried a couple hours of it, and I just am having a hard time getting into I it. I just feel like if you were to play it with me, then it would feel like we were playing D&D &D together. It, that could be. I just I just feel that so strongly, but uh, I've been trying to convince fruitlessly my entire household, who does own Divinity Original 2, Original Sin 2, for the Switch, and have it downloaded on their Switches. I've been trying to convince them to play it with me for weeks, and it has yet to happen, and I promise it will. It will. It will. At some point. At some point. Um, but... Yeah, I just can only imagine that it would be so much uh, fun multiplayer because it's so much fun single player. Like, I can't even complain because I'm having a super fun time single player. It's just like, I also love you guys, so, you know, also want to play multiplayer. Yeah. I have a call-in corner that I would like to welcome us into before our main segment. Great. 
I want to have uh, a quick a quick calling corner about I don't remember what episode this was, but I feel like we had a discussion about personal hygiene and like brushing your teeth or something. And I uh, really just want to like take back everything I said about that because I feel like that comes from a place of serious ableism and like um, neurotypical privilege, which is ableism, but I think there's a specific terminology for neurotypical privilege. Um, as a person who has like especially recently been uh, worse and worse and worse at being physically capable of keeping up with like personal hygiene it has definitely come to my attention that that's m not something that is like within people's personal control all of the time um for a whole variety of reasons and that the things that i said were uh unkind and cruel and i don't fully remember them but i do remember saying things that i do not stand by. So I just wanted to take them back and say that on this podcast, uh, if you can brush your teeth once per day, hey, nice job. Yeah. And if you can do it however much you can, hey, good going, pal. Yeah, brush your I, teeth I, as I, much I gave as you a, can. I gave a point and a wink. Um, and uh, wash your face as much as you can. And if you have to have a friend help you wash your hair, that is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just remember like uh, last year at some point we said some stuff about Yeah, that. I don't remember specifically, but I do remember a conversation about yeah. it. So thank you for bringing that up. Of course. Um, and now I wanted to, because I wanted to address all of our like, our baggage from the last year before we uh, dredge up our New Year's gaming resolutions for New 2021 revolution 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 gaming oh, revolution i like that i do like that too um so what is a gaming resolution hannah i feel like we've done this before i feel like we have too it's just your it's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> it's your gaming resolutions for the year boy i don't remember what my old ones were but I feel I, like I, I, I did. Them. I think I. I think I did accomplish them because my gaming resolutions were to play games. Because at this point last year, I was not playing video games. Yeah, which is problematic. When which you have is a problematic when podcast. you have a video game podcast, to say the least. And now I am doing nothing but playing video games. So, so you suck did it. on that twenty twenty. You did pie. it! Yay! You're playing video games now, bitch. I think mine might have been to play more indie games at some point. And I think you have. And I think I have been playing more indie games. I've been playing a lot of one indie game this year. Yeah. Um, which is a very, very good game uh, by a very, very good studio. So uh, shout out to Hades and Supergiant Games again. We love you, Hades. We love you, Hades. We love you, Supergiant. This is a Supergiant stand podcast. Yes, very much so. This is We stand we stand Hades and we stand Supergiant. Yes, I remember the first time I ever heard the word, like the term "standing," and I thought it was so strange. That's thank all I you. Have, that's all I have to say about that. All right. It just makes me think of a bunch of people named Stan standing around, or like you like have, supporting somebody. Yeah, supporting oh, somebody. That's fun. I like that. I like that uh, uh, visualization of of the word. Um, 
so like I'm I'm very proud of uh achieving my gaming resolution and I would like to set in place several gaming resolutions as well as perhaps a gaming revolution. Wow. Um so I think some of my gaming resolutions this year will probably have less to do with playing more games because I think I'm playing enough games. Like, I think I'm playing plenty of games. I think I'm playing, like, enough games. I don't need to worry about playing more games. I'm playing plenty of games, plenty enough games. Um, So I think my resolutions this year are going to be more to do with, uh, like, the types of games mm. that I'm playing, right, and the ways in which I'm playing them. Absolutely. I was just talking about – um not in, like like uh, not engaging with guides as much for divinity original sin 2 because you know that i have a tendency with rpgs uh to look up the consequences of my actions yes which um, defeats the entire purpose which defeats of the, the entire purpose game. of the choice based game yes uh so i have not been doing that with divinity original sin 2 um and amazing i'm very proud of you. i would like to make a gaming resolution to uh not do that with at least five more games this year incredible yes that is my first gaming resolution um alternatively i would either i would either like to do that with not with not five more games this year or do it with uh no open world rpgs this year yeah I like that. I like that latter one. I'll say that. No yeah. open world RPGs this year. Yeah. Okay. That you what's, are yeah. going to look up the consequences of your actions. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What's What's your first gaming resolution, Hannah? I have been trying to think of mine for a week. Wait. Should, can, can we write these down somewhere? Um, They're written down in the podcast for posterity. Yeah. Okay. This we're literally recording them right that's a, now. That's a good point. I was like, I was like, fuck. Hold on. How are we going to remember these? Because it's being, it's we foolish. I can confirm that there are waveforms, and we are presently recording Wowie these resolutions. Zowie. Yeah. So I think my gaming resolution is to. I want to try more types of games and not try to not shy away from games just because they're you know, say they're a Metroidvania or they say they're a roguelike or whatever. Um, which I think I do a okay job of in general, but I think I can always stand to uh, broaden Stan. To, it's a shame that the only person I know named Stan is a real piece of shit. I am smiling because you literally last night when I was like, we were watching a video of this game and they're like, oh, it's a Metrovania. And I, but before they said that, I was like, oh, Hannah, you might like this game. And then when they said that, no, you were I like, I said oh, I might like this game. Oh, I was watching it. And I was like, uh, but this then looks when they said it's Metrovania, you were like, oh no, I won't buy this. I hate this. <laughs> no, I said, oh, I don't like Metroidvanias. I didn't say I won't buy this. I hate this. Well, you basically said it with no, your face. No, I didn't. And your word. I really didn't. Yeah, you basically. You I basically really did not. It. I, uh, I super didn't. Yeah, uh, well, any, I said something. I, you did not say, I, it looks like I like this. I said, oh, this looks like you would like this. I swear to God I said that. No, we were watching it at the same time. You were half paying attention on your phone. I... Hannah. <laughs> I I'm not gaslighting you about God, this no. interaction. I was watching I it and said I said, this it. game looks dope as hell. Yes. No. And I said, it looks like a game that you would like. I probably. Yes. Okay. 
I'm just saying you didn't point it out that I you weren't the originator right. of the idea okay. to point this out I that can I might accept like as it. long okay. as I said it looks like you would like it. Okay, great. Uh, excellent. So So anyway, anyway, point being, I uh normally shy away from Metroidvanias. Yeah, so I might try this game that's a Metroidvania that looks really sick. It's called Strider. Uh and many, we many moons ago. It came out in 2014. Um, I don't even know if it's available for anything that I game on. But yeah, it I'll... is. It's available for PS4, Xbox One, all the new consoles. That's Great. That's what they said on the yes. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do I do remember that. I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'll look. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would prefer to play it on the Switch, and I don't yeah, think fair. it's probably on the Switch. But uh, I but can the look. Switch was out then. Uh, the in 2014? Before... No, it was not. It super wasn't. Really? Yeah, the Switch came out in 2017. Oh, shit, you're right. I know. Wait a second. No. Yes. What was the Nintendo selling when I was working at the, at Microsoft? Must have been the Wii U. Were they really? It had to have been. Because no. the Switch didn't exist until 2017. My goodness. Yeah. They were outselling us sometimes with that Wii U. Cool. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Also, it doesn't matter. Sales jobs no, don't just matter. Curious. Um. Anyway. 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 Uh. It's possible that it was so still the your Wii. Gaming resolution. But it could have been the Wii. Who the uh, because the Wii sold like hotcakes. Yeah, that's true. Um. That's, so that was your gaming resolution. Yeah, that's my that's my main gaming resolution. Uh, I also think my other gaming resolution is. Oh, I have more. We were gonna. I thought we were passing it back. And okay. Forth. Cool. Great. Pass. Go. Pass back to you. Cool. Um, mine, mine also has to do with, uh, types of video games, um, cause I've been really digging on some, uh, CRPGs lately, and I would love to get into some more of those, so I would like to set a gaming resolution to play. Now, now I will use that number five. Five more CRPGs this year. Cool. That's a great resolution. Thank you. I think so, too. I don't think I'm a big CRPG fan, no. and I have given them a try. Um... But I might find one that I love. I wasn't a roguelike person until Hades. So, you know, there's always a chance that you find something you love in a genre that you otherwise don't like. That happens to me with music all the time. So why shouldn't it happen with video games? Exactly. My next gaming resolution is for when... Forza. No. What? Is... (laughs) I'm going to play a lot of Forza. No, I'm probably not going to play any Forza. Forza's boring. Um... I'm not, I like, I've also downloaded several different times, like, car racing games. I know, and, and you never played d- and any I play, of And I play them for, like, an hour and a half, yeah, two hours, once. and then I delete them from my console, because yeah. they're not that fun. It's fun. Cart racing games, fun. Car racing games, not fun. I like car racing games. I, I fucking love Need for Speed Underground 2. I believe you. Best game of all time. You say that about a lot of games. Yeah, and they are. Um, I doubt very much that Need for Speed Underground 2 is one of the best games. Let our listeners decide. If you write in to if it's gay we play at protonmail.com or send us a DM at gay gamers with a Z on Twitter. Tell me if Need for Speed Underground 2 for the PlayStation 2 is the best game with the best soundtrack of all time. So anyway, I think so. Um my gaming resolution is for when I'm allowed to leave the house again to not spend all my time playing video games instead because I've gotten oh. in such a habit. I was hoping that you were going to say that you were going to Pokemon Go out of the house. Uh, I. <laughs> that's great, and I should have, and I'm sorry that I didn't. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't been playing Pokemon Go on my walks during this troubled times because I don't want to be distracted. That is so smart. Some Please don't. Fuckhead with a mask around their you, neck. You should not play me. Pokemon Go on your walks right now. This is a PSA for you, Hannah, and for everyone listening. Do not play Pokemon Go on your walks right now because people are walking around without masks, and I have seen them walk directly into people wearing masks while the people wearing masks were not paying enough attention because they were in conversation on their phone, and they accidentally got hit by the person not wearing a mask and possibly got like contaminated by them. That is fucked up. Yeah, so anyway... um. <laughs> Maybe I'll get back into Pokemon Go, but more than that, I just want to get back into being outside and like being touch grass. Yeah, I want to touch grass and be active because I uh, my brain doesn't feel good when I'm super um, like sedentary personally. But it's been really hard with my depression and it's winter and bleh. but I did go on a bike ride yesterday. Yeah, anyway, point being yeah. is I want to do more bike rides yes. and not just sink back into my like stay in my routine of playing video games all the time. So it's it's. To play fewer video games. Well, it's not win. play fewer video games. No. It's bike more. Yeah, it's go out and do things more. And, and, and also play, play the video, video games. games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And to not, because I think it would be so easy for me to just be like, I'm actually going to stay inside and keep playing my games. I mean, and keep being gay. But and keep if being you, gay. If you look at the, uh, if you look at the outside right now, it's bad. Yeah, like right now there's a storm a brewing um, here in Denver, Colorado. It's windy. It's, it's windy, gray. It's gray. It's nasty clouds, looking. It's January. Fat clouds in the sky. God's January would be the worst month if I wasn't born in it. And that's yeah, why I'm grateful. goodness Aquarians were born in yeah, January. I'm grateful to have a winter birthday because it breaks up the monotony. <laughs> the God's gift to humanity. Thank like, you. If Aquarians. your birthday's in the summer, it's like fucking rad because you can do outdoor parties which i could never do yeah. but also like it's like it's summer and there's another party it just happens to me you know what i mean whereas in the winter it's like your party is the only thing going on because it's winter good resolution hannah <laughs> great gosh thanks kai gosh you're welcome um so my next resolution and i think this is probably my final one that's now a revolution of games is um i would very much like to uh, play and purchase and um, in addition to this uh, I would like to play purchase and subscribe to okay fuck I need to say these things separately I would like to play and purchase 10 indie games this year okay and I would like to uh, subscribe to like five um, independent uh, games or games adjacent like artists or streamers as in like uh, I want to subscribe to Pat's stream on Twitch or like, you know, like give artists some money monthly. Yes. I would ideally like to have enough money every month to give other people money. That would be great. That's a great just overall goal. Yeah. But I want it to be a part of my gaming revolution. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because um, um. I want to revolutionize gaming uh, because we've lost too many good gamers this year. Um, and I want to memorialize those gamers in 2021 by uh, really fucking kicking the ass of corporate gaming, which deserves to die. Yeah, corporate gaming does deserve to die. Yeah. I don't know if Do I have, have any, any other resolutions, any, more any revolutions, any... I want to uh, play more VR. I, like, never use my VR Oh my god, headset, yeah, yeah. And I want to yeah. explore the VR more, which also I want to get back into playing, like 
similarly, I want to get back into playing like more active games. Mm, like I yeah. want to get back into playing Beat Saber. Sure, I've, sure. For a while, wanted to get Ring Fit Adventure for the Switch because mm-hmm. I've heard good things about it. I have too. Um, like that kind of stuff. I uh, I Kinetic wonder games. if that VR is going to um stop being supported as much as like the uh PC and PC adjacent like Oculus type VRs because uh those are much more like hardwarely advanced or whatever um than the ps4 vr i just wonder what the future of the ps4 vr is gonna be yeah i, I wonder if i've been thinking about that at the beginning of this year like wow huh huh yeah huh i think that's seems like a good place to uh wrap it up wrap it up yeah cool thanks for listening to our pod we have been if it's gay we play um, if we you will like, continue to be if it's we gay will we continue play. to be if it's gay we play for the foreseeable future. Um, if you want to, if you like what we do and you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at gay gamers g a y g a m e r z, or you can email us at if it's gay we play at gmail or excuse me if it's gay we play at protonmail.com That's right, baby. Um, we what safe else? and secure now. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? Well, uh, the other thank things you. Oh. is you can support us on uh, anchor.fm slash if it's gay we play. Um, you can uh, donate to us uh, monthly there. Um, you can support us monthly there uh, and listen to us there as well. Um, you can also give us, uh, if you'd like, just you know one really good episode or if like you found five bucks on the ground and you are like, man, you could really use this Kai. Um, go to uh, Kai and Hannah, go to coffee.com slash gay gamers. And that's K O F I is how that's spelled. Yeah. It's spelled K O hyphen F I.com, um, slash gay gamers, G A Y G A M E R Z dyslexia, baby. Um, and you can give us that one time gift of those $5 you found on the ground. Um, and those donations, uh, slash gifts, um, go to uh, the mutual aid efforts of Hose. Um, we just had a uh, clothing and other supply drive today, and we got like fucking 200 pounds of clothes. It looks yeah, we got like a we shit got ton tents, of stuff. We got a ton of food. Um, we've been getting uh, money coming in that we've been able to redistribute to people who were in need of um, like Christmas, uh, like for their kids, people who were in need of food, um, people who are in need of money for medications. We've just been able to do like the mutual aid thing with a lot of the money that people have been able to give to Hose through If It's Gay We Play and to Hose directly. Um, and your money that goes to If It's Gay We Play also goes to uh, supporting keeping us alive, uh, including paying our rent, paying uh, my medical bills, of which there are many, um, uh, paying uh, our groceries, um, paying for uh video games for us to play and for you to listen to us talk about um and many more many more things that other people that that people have to purchase in order to live uh and those are the things that you buy with your money when you give your money to if it's gay we play yep and just as a reminder you can go to anchor.fm if you want to become a monthly subscriber oh i think i already said that i know i'm that's why i prefaced Ah. this with just as a reminder like i just said um anchor.fm slash if it's gay we play uh you yeah 
it, you don't get anything extra for being a monthly subscriber. You just get the satisfaction of your money going to hopefully a good place. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, three I kn- people have done it so far. Yeah. So and we really like appreciate those people. Yeah. yeah. We really do appreciate it. And we get an or a coffee ko fi.com slash gay gamers with a Z. Um, we get 100% of whatever you give us on both, both of those websites. Yes, we do. That is very nice, and we appreciate it very much. And uh, if, like, I mean, we don't really know what the future holds for 2021. If you uh, would be interested in, like, streams from us or a Patreon from us or, like, any different kind of or additional content from us, let us know. And, like, we would be interested in making that for and or with you, like, and we need motivation because we are very depressed and it's very well, hard also, to get us to do things. I, I, I would be curious what listeners would be interested in seeing and or like paying for. Because if people want us to do a Patreon, I would be more than happy to do a Patreon for folks. Yeah, Patreon is a lot of work. It's you a lot to, of work. It's a lot of constant yeah. work. It's um, a lot of constant work. But so, I mean, if the people want all of our dumb shit on the internet. Yeah. You know? ma- anyway, maybe someday we'll have a Patreon. Maybe but, someday, but probably not Just anytime soon. Just let us soon. know what you want us to do, and dang it, we'll be the dancing. If it's gay, we play for you. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Uh, shout out to our producer Aaron, thanks both for producer producing Aaron. the podcast and for our theme song. Thanks. Which is a delightful little ditty. And thank you, uh, Addie, I really for being like on it. last week's episode. Yes, thanks, Addy, for being on last week's episode. So that's it. And thanks, uh, Hannah, for being born. Oh, you're welcome. Because it breaks up the monotony of January. Yeah, I appreciate it. Genuinely, that's that's great. I Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think that's it. Um, so keep playing gay. And keep being games. And, and fuck, fuck shit, up. shit up. Goodbye. Goodbye.